clean sheets all round, my British brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Happy Gilmore and the boys were excellent at Wembley. And Paddy Schick scored again. It's Saturday, 19th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Ball. And I'm Pete Donatan. <laughs> It was a nothing, nothing think result. result. <laughs> <It was. laughs> what a platform. What a platform. Well, the big takeaway <laughs> is that it was England's 17th goalless draw at a major tournament. Two more than any other nation. I've always said consistency, build on defence and, uh, and clean sheets are important and you're away. I think with World Cup 2010 aside, it's never really boring, but apparently it is. <laughs> apparently it is boring. Yeah. Oh dear. Pete Donaldson, you predicted a draw. Because you're an arrogant Englishman and you didn't think Scotland were going to win. Well, I, I, thought, I thought we'd at least see a goal. Why do you underrate Scotland so much? I don't know, yeah. I, just, I just hit everything. Yeah. I hit everyone. <laughs> <laughs> who did you hate more last night? I hated the person who hadn't set up the uh, TV in the sports zone in the boat in Birkenstein. Oh, how was the sports zone? Oh, it you... was kicking off, let me tell you. I had uh, lamb couscous. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of, couple of uh, pints of asahi. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's a good time it's had by all, uh, apart from anyone watching the match. <laughs> but but they know? hadn't, they, they, mm. the television was still in showroom mode. You know the mode that they have when it's in Dixon's or Curry's PC World, yes, yes. where the television just keeps on telling you how many processor cores the television's got and how many pixels it's got and I whether it's got HDMI, ultra surround okay. and stuff like that. But that kept flashing up over the top uh, of the scores. Brand no. new telly, probably. Brand new telly, yeah, they moved it so in you, just for that. So you don't know what the score I was. I don't know what the score <laughs> is. Um, but I do know that uh, the, uh, the, yeah. the, the the I'm not going to say the television brand I'm not yes. going to do it no don't no, do don't. that you should you no. shouldn't you shouldn't no. we're Toshiba it. guys here yeah. we are <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, but, but were you had the whole occasion been ruined for you um, prior to the match <laughs> because were were you offended by seeing a few Scottish willies in London oh I I've really enjoyed the Scottish willies. <laughs> It's really has been. I think some of the videos doing the rounds. You, you know my opinions on uh, the England uh, team, the England supporters. Some I, I find sections of the fans, most of them, ninety nine percent. No, I disagree with that. But ninety nine point nine percent. No, I disagree. But let's, let's <laughs> doesn't matter. Agree to disagree. Uh, but I would very much like an Instagram filter where I, uh, whenever I see like England fans, I just want to put a kilt on them. I'm happy. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> they can they can get up to whatever. It is, it is, put it, a kilt on them, and it's less offensive well, to me somehow. Is that what happened with Axel Rose? You <laughs> yeah. In the hot pants, not having it. Kilt. Oh, yeah. hello. Axel Rose never done anything problematic, has he? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go in for? Model citizen. I've never done anything any problematic better. on time. Yeah, he performed better at Wembley than England did last night. <laughs> he would have been getting there now. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. He's definitely, Axel Rose is definitely putting a better performance at Wembley <laughs> than, pretty, than, than those boys last night for England. Yeah. Uh, but but I, th- I would really like to say, unless it gets, sometimes on this show, it gets forgotten in the maelstrom because we like to have a good time and mm. get carried away with ourselves and all the rest of it. I would like to put it on record right now uh-huh. I thought Scotland were excellent yep. and, and they should be we should rather Sorry. than just focus on how poor we thought England were mm-hmm. we should also focus on the fact that Scotland were pretty good don't worry Graham Sooners is not at the window <laughs> <laughs> he's just sent me a text <laughs> but John McGinn and players like Gilmore they just removed our spine like like sub-zero mm. they just Scottish cent- midfield was, was great centre of the pitch we just get like we were having so many problems and I don't know why Southgate just went don't pass it into midfield, yeah. in the centre of midfield, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they are crossing, they, they are closing down every single avenue, every single England player has. It was brilliant. Nice little um, Mortal Kombat reference. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Sub Zero? Sub Zero. Yeah, he was yeah. the blue one to Scorpion's yellow one, right? Yes. Yeah. They're both Who's the red one. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the third one. He the was red a secret one. one. Yeah. There's green, wasn't he? Like lizard or something. Sure, if he's lizard, a secret, don't tell right. it. <laughs> Any, sorry, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> um, 
Marcus, did you think, because I, I felt like uh-huh. in, at half time, I thought this is fine because mm. there's no way Scotland will be able to keep this up. Because mm. the energy was so high, but they did. Well, they absolutely no, did. They, they did. They, yeah. Callum McGregor is a complete footballer. Yes, <laughs> well, it's it, got it, everything to his. But, but in the but that's the thing when when people say, oh, they're not going to be able to keep that up in terms of the high intensity pressure or whatever. Well, you don't have to. Mm. It's, it's not one way of play. It's that's game management. Scotland managed the game very, very well, and they also know that if you drop off against England and you get in your zones and all the rest yeah. of it you don't let the likes of Sterling run in behind and, and whatnot. Mm. Um, then England are just going to pass the ball to the one fullback and there's nothing on alright back to defend let's try the other fullback no they seem to have <laughs> cut off in the five minutes well. that it because took you to can get over see there. it coming you that's can... all well and good but that's only because <laughs> England were moving the ball so slowly well England lacked intensity my, 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 what I honestly think was is that in the build-up to this game, I thought, like most probably, uh, most people probably thought, that England will win this game. The closer it got to the kickoff, and then on the day, I thought, I think England might struggle here to break them down, and I think this could be a great Scottish performance. And in fact, the way the game panned out, I thought it wouldn't, wouldn't be surprising if, if Scotland nicked it. It could have gone either way. I, I genuinely think a draw was was the right was a fair result, if you like, if mm. there's such a thing as a fair result. But mm. um, but I think that England, I think that, that Scotland. When you look and you see all those fans descend on London and the fantastic support they have and the good feeling and all the rest of it, it pushes you forward. It really does give you a lot of momentum, as you say. They're a great testimony to to Scotland, the fans, and, and obviously the players on the pitch. And and that builds it nicely. It gives you the impetus and it, it makes everybody up for it and you snap into tackles and all the rest of it. And people sometimes get a bit, oh, oh that, that's a bit old-fashioned, you know, being yeah. first to the ball. No, that, all that's relevant. Yeah. You can have all the quality, you know, Kante's first to every ball. Mm. He's intelligent and he's got all the quality, but he does all that stuff as well. Yeah. And and um, uh, he wasn't playing for Scotland last night. Was he? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was either him or McGinn. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. Or McGilmer. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, but with England, I thought that perhaps my my guess is they've gone too far the other way because the idea is for the for the for the for the they tried to the emotion out exactly for the yeah. superior yeah. side on paper. You sort of think, no, no, let's not get dragged in. Let's not do that. Blah 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 blah. But I think they've gone too far the other way. And actually, England thought, oh, okay, let's let Scotland run around a bit and have a few tackles. Our quality, our, our, our superiority on paper, on paper, I stress, will show. And actually, from the first moment when was it Dykes went in I'm with sure, Shaw, yeah. you put one in. It's the old stuff. And what I think England did wrong is they should have approached it as that lads. This is a Premier League game. Let's 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 approach it like that. And so the only time I've seen we've seen this time and time again. They kept bloody. Pl- I'm glad we're not going to see Gaza's goal and all that Euro '96 guff for yeah. the rest of the tournament. They're yeah. Going on and on about that. There's been there's been a handful of games between England and Scotland since then. The '99 playoff final, uh, playoff final, uh, playoff game when Scotland beat England. Hudson Wembley. beat scored, but England went exactly, for yeah. Yeah, The yeah, two-two yeah. at Hamden when England thought they switched off in the two great free kicks. But but the one I saw which was a friendly at uh, Celtic Park. Hodgson, rare praise for Hodgson's England. Let's get this out of the way quickly. When they faced that game, he was like, right, lads, into every chance. And Strachan said after the game, Scotland was spooked by England because England sort of did to Scotland what Scotland normally did to England in those mm, games. Yeah. And England were way off the tempo and I thought they completely mismanaged but that did, whole thing. Do you know the, the first half in Euro 96 wasn't very good? Yeah, that's like, right. England yeah. were terrible, but mm. it only took, you know, some... some, some a bit of poor defending and a, and a cracking goal, and we all remember that bit. But it's, mm. it was the first that was terrible. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, <clears throat> I was just, well, just going to say that Pete. I thought you make some excellent points there, Mark. And Pete kind of followed up with some some as well. I would just say that it's not the first time, and nor will it be the last, that that England haven't had that England have had a poor kind of mm-hmm. night at the office in the group stage, right? Mm-hmm. So 
England have a, have a record of, of occasionally going to the last stages of tournaments mm-hmm. having done that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you don't even need to go that far back. You could say 1990 when the whole group stage mm-hmm. was a bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. The opening game in Euro 96 was the same. Mm-hmm. Um, even the opening game in 2018, they nicked it at the end, but it wasn't a great performance. Yeah. But no one really remembers that because of the lateness totally, of the yeah, goal, yeah. right? So it's not the end of the world. We oh, must, no, it's not. No. We mustn't go Treat too far. Treat it for what this is. Yeah, four yeah, points, points no goals conceded. It's, yeah, it's great. Exactly. They haven't been beaten. They haven't even yeah. conceded the goal. Yeah, everyone so is great. No, no, you're right. I take that. But to, 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 to tap a, into what you're saying, Marcus, yeah. and make a kind of follow-up point to that, mm. absolutely, that's spot on. You have to do all those things right. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at that England team that started that game last night, and then you have to look at the players that came on and say none of them, mm-hmm. including Kane, particularly in the form he was on, which he was absolutely dreadful last mm-hmm. night, He's not. They're not that type of. None of them are that type of player. Hmm. They're, they're an example. They lead by example type players. It's no coincidence that it was. I think it's much more likely that England would have going to put that type of performance in last night without a Maguire and without a Henderson. In Henderson the team. was a miss because in the field. because Harry Kane is not that type of leader anyway. And, and even Roy King talked about it before the game. He said that there are different ways of leading. It isn't all got to be the way I used no, to do course, it. Yeah. But there have been occasions where he hasn't shown dug anyone out or shown that, that we know of. Mm-hmm. So. Overall, it was um, it was it was a it was really so disappointing night, and, and, and the, the intensity from England wasn't there. Absolutely, and if I take take your point that you said about everyone get, in Scotland, everyone gets into their shape, so it looks like a back five, almost like a four in front at times, mm. and it's difficult for them. We know this because everyone knows this, and it's easier said than done. I appreciate that, but what you've got to do is two things: you've got to move the ball from side to side and try and drag them out of position. You've got to do it quickly, and, yeah, and you've got to find one point where one person isn't in his. Uh, position in time yeah, 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 and yeah. you exploit that gap exactly, yeah. and England have got the players to do that and mm. Foden tried to do it a lot yeah. and the other thing you've got to do which is what Gilmore did brilliantly yeah, and yeah. he's brilliant at this mm. he knows when to up the, up the pace yeah. he'll, he'll take a touch into a space when he needs to if he wants to up the tempo he'll, mm. do, he'll go one touch yeah. he's amazing at dictating the pace mm. I've seen him I've only seen him play probably about four times every single time first I've, start I know and he was man of the match and rightly so yeah. and every time I've seen him play I saw him play for Chelsea against Liverpool where he was mm-hmm. outstanding he had a little run of games played against Everton as well I think maybe one other and he's and, and on his debut for the Champions League I think I think he was man of the match as well mm-hmm. he's a fantastic player and no one in that midfield for England could deal with what he was bringing mm. he had that, that snap and that bite of McGinn yeah. McGregor did a bit of everything as mm. you said Pete and Gilmore just dictated the pace and for all the press mm-hmm. and for all the attention and we mustn't get carried away because it's only one game but Mount was off doing his thing all the attention Phillips got after the Croatia game Rightly all the so. attention Rice get yeah fine they couldn't deal with it no. and, and that's where the game was won and lost because the dictating of the pace that Scotland didn't really seem to be out of control, even though they didn't have an awful lot of the ball. No, that's right, and I think I think that, that Scotland, Clark got his tactics spot on. You know, it was it was a, I don't want to say it was a, it was a brave performance, I suppose you could say, but actually, Scotland needed something out of the game, and I think Clark even probably sort of he sounded, didn't he, after the game, he's like, oh, maybe we could have gone on to win it, but I think that was another point is about the the result and how the game played out. I actually think that Scotland they're in they're in a they're in a in a in a, in, a, in a bit of a dilemma as the game's going on because you think, well, hang on, we something could drop to us and we can have a, we could score because they they'd created a few opportunities. They'd had some great efforts on goal and Pickford mm. was probably England's best player, saved England on a couple of occasions. So they're thinking, but but you know England do have a threat. Let's not be silly here. So England still do have a threat. So what do we do here? Well, I think Scotland probably did the right thing. Just keep playing. Just keep doing what you're doing, and you might get something. They don't um, want to be a man caught between two bus stops, Marcus. Exactly, no, exactly. Peter. That's the last <laughs> thing you want. Uh, whereas England, I think England, the fear set in a little bit because I think they all became aware of if we lose this, 
this is yeah, I, really bad. I, I, this is embarrassing I, and it's damning and all the rest. I of agree, it. and that's not the, that's not pressure that, that, that Scotland felt, obviously, because mm. you know we, we and I say the royal we, as in the media, <laughs> are our own bloody worst enemy. We're, we're the, the 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 least most uh, useful asset of our entire arsenal is is the public consciousness of how we regard England. Like the, so Scotland did not uh, let England play. Teams frequently don't let England play, yeah. and for a conservative, uh, you know. Uh, risk-averse manager like Gareth Southgate, you're not going to be rifling the goals in the other situations. And to be honest, Southgate has shown in the past to be quite slow and conservative with his changes. And I think that's yeah. what happened yesterday. Yeah, with I know, such, I, with I such agree, a young yeah. team on the field, they don't have that wealth of experience to draw from and, and to lean back on. So when the changes that need to be made, he was bringing off an interesting player for another interesting player instead of going, well, we could probably He didn't change up the too. system. No, he, he didn't he, change he, up the system. But I think that was Southgate, and he said this pretty much in his post-match was, well, we're in a game here, we're in a fight, mm. and actually one false move, we can lose it, and a loss would be, as I say, really, really quite, mm. quite damning. And so I think he thought, right, long, long, you know, bigger picture, if we get a point, we're nearly there into the next round. And yeah. I know, again, England, you know, got all the games at Wembley, they're the favourites to win the group. You don't want to be always nearly there. I mean, a draw against Czech Republic, England will finish second. Some like, people... No one remembers the group stages. No, it's sure. Just... Well, I, I, who remembers Portugal going mm. through with three draws five years ago? No, yeah. I'm not saying for and a moment I think England are going to go and win Spain this. Spain lost their first game in 2010. Well, 2010, you know, Italy's yeah. sloppy draw against the US in 2006. When, when yeah. they... Just not the end of the world. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. But, but, but I stress, by the way, this is not me saying, so this is a good idea. England are going to go and win the tournament. <laughs> no. but, but with regards to, you know, they might finish second in the group. People now say, oh, would you, would you rather play second in sort of Spain and Poland's group than second in... But let's not worry about that. Um, but because uh, we won't beat any of them. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's absolutely right. Uh, what would you, do you want to lose in? Was it, was it, would it be Copenhagen? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you want to lose what, at Wembley? What stadium is Jaden rather... Sancho going to be sitting yeah. in the dugout? Yeah. 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 Well, but there's there's a point, Pete. Though that that it was a sort of a bit of a, the only real change was Kane off and Rashford on, which I thought was a bit of a funny one. I think taking Kane it was, off... It was fucking ridiculous. Call it what it was. It was it, bollocks. Yeah, because I think what England needed was uh, somebody to try and poach and, and Calvert-Lewin looks a bit more likely. And we've spoken about this before that we say, and I've tried to defend Southgate, oh, but Kane likes runners going on beyond him and blah, 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 blah. That's not happening. None of that's happened. And and it's a big decision now for Southgate. I, I'm not saying... Yeah. I, I, I don't want to go into the... Because as you say, look, it's one game. You don't want to start going, right... Eight, no. eight, eight changes and well, all that. It doesn't look stuff. like he could do with the bloody rest. It's well, just, he just looks so I think, sluggish. Pete, I think if you if you're talking about Kane, mm. if you took the name off the back of his shirt yep. and watch him play the first game and the second yeah, game, yeah. no fucking way does he start. Well, and I tell you, and I think that's no the reason way. why Grealish is not used in the way people perhaps want him to be used. Because how many times is Grealish trying to get forward and all the rest of it, and there's people in that space where he wants to run around in, and 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 people are saying this was Grealish's game, and I actually agree with that because Grealish looks like he just loves playing football. He loves any occasion. You even saw it when it flashed to the bench and he came up on the big screen and people started cheering and he became aware and he had a little smile on his face as if to say, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll fancy a bit of this." Whereas all the other. And then he players. passed to a steward. And then he did. <laughs> <laughs> and you labelled a prat. Yeah. yeah. Well, he probably thought to himself, I might get it back if I play it to the steward. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else, it'll probably end up at Pickford or something. Bouncing you know. off him. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, look Grealish didn't have a great half hour. No, no, no. Look, I, yeah. But I don't think any England player at no. that point in the match would have had a good no, half no. hour. Um, 
He draws fouls. He draws defenders. Yeah. He pulls. He does pull players away from yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's got that focus. And yeah. you'd probably say the same about Jaden Sancho because he comes with a, well, a bit of a price tag, a bit of a, yeah. a, a bit of pedigree. Well, what, people go, "Fuck, we got we've really got to concentrate on this guy," yeah. and that creates space for other players. Totally. Yeah, I think that I, I think I would have taken off maybe Sterling and put on Sancho because it wasn't working with Sterling. And if you put on Sancho, Sancho is not the same player as Sterling. Obviously, there's similarities in, in you know the pace and getting forward or out wide and so on. But I'd have said to Kane, you stay in the box now. Don't you stay there. And if not, well, then bring on Cavaloon and bring on Sancho and try and get... That's the that's, problem. But the problem was Scotland at the back were brilliant. Mm. They, 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 look, Kane, they yeah. made Kane look ordinary. I know we can say, oh, well, Kane did look ordinary. Well, the defence do have their part to play in that. Of course. And they were absolutely brilliant. And McTominay... Let's be honest, he doesn't play at the back that much. I yeah. know he has done and he's got experience, so I don't want to do him a disservice. But he was brilliant. He was. And that, but, but the problem with Kane doing what he did yeah. is it's no good doing that thing that a lot of big, good players who play up front do. You drop in short, you receive the ball, you give it out wire quick and you spin mm. and you get into the box as quick as you can. Yeah. If you can't do that last bit, uh-huh. there's no point doing the first bit yeah, yeah. because they're thinking, fucking hell, I'm playing up against Harry Kane, mm. who had a season for Spurs that... Despite Spurs being poor, he still had a fucking good season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at his numbers, it's probably a bit underrated how good the season is. Yeah, exactly. And assists as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so but he wasn't able to do it. And and I think you guys have alluded to it, to it a couple of times here, but just to put a kind of final point on it, if I may, you're right about I think you're absolutely right about Grealish. I think it was insane to take Foden off. I think he's full of running, he looked mm. full of energy, he looked the most likely. The problem with Sancho you've got, I think, is that they were playing so deep, Scotland. Yeah, you never know because all these players that we're mm-hmm. talking about are good players and yeah, capable yeah, yeah. of a lot. But I would be looking for a couple of things. I'd be looking for uh, the ability for England to actually just mix it up. Yeah. Just change it. Well, like, I think that's the, it, yeah. If, if you need to drop, play long for a... 10 minutes mm-hmm. and say to Kane as you yeah. said stay yeah, up yeah, there yeah. play long or bring Calvert-Lewin on yeah. stay up there a bit, a bit adapt you're yeah. in a fight yeah. it's not working they couldn't do it now what can you do and the second point is I think I would have I would have personally this is not me being wise after the event I'm not I'm not I said this to you before Mark because I'm not I'm not criticising the first 11 mm-hmm. he picked because you never know what you're going to get mm-hmm. um, it's easy to be wise after the event I've got no problem with the first 11 he picked right at half time, you must have rocks in your head to not be picking Grealish. Mm. You've got to bring him on mm. for all the reasons you guys have stated. And the final point I'd like to make very briefly, if I may, is that now, don't underestimate the amount of difficult decisions that Gareth Southgate's got to make ahead mm. of the Czech Republic game, right? Not just because of the path that England may or may not take, but because he's got a a almost undroppable forward who's mm-hmm. the captain who is in no kind of form mm. and doesn't look anywhere near it. It's not like he's missed a few chances. Yeah. Mm. He looked... Very, very poor last yeah. night. I don't want to be any more disrespectful than that because I think he's a brilliant player, right? You've got a Czech Republic team who are probably they quite do, underrated. They are underrated and they're an, going well. An informed striker who is ruthless mm-hmm. and you've got a load of players who are pushing to come back in. Yep. Not just through uh, selection reasons but for injury reasons. So what does he do with Maguire? What does he do with Henderson? Mm-hmm. He, a few of his players up front, I know Stone scored in the first game, but a few of his players in those forward areas mm-hmm. are either not fully fit or they're not firing. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. Because if they get beaten badly by Czech Republic, I don't think they'll get beaten badly, but mm-hmm. they could get beaten. Mm-hmm. You're in a serious danger of the whole thing yeah. being a complete I, down I, 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 you And you look, I've seen um, uh, um, 
betting organisations putting very long odds on Harry Kane having a direct shot on target. And you're like, well, like, and honestly, and it's like, yeah. well, they're not. Yeah. The We've got to win a penalty is what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's well, weird. But I thought we should have had a penalty, by the way. That was, that was over. <laughs> to me, that was a penalty. Yeah, okay. it was. Okay. Why didn't they look at that again? If, it, yeah. if they had looked at it again, yeah. I think it was a penalty, but they didn't, so I don't understand why. Mm. It's just weird. Mm. Yeah. Um, but but, but what, what does Scotland do against Croatia then? Because Scotland now, it's, it, it, it is a, it's a great point, but it is a only Croatia look shite. <laughs> well, I don't know, but Perry, I mean, we'll come on to them in a second half. But, but Scotland, um, it's a great point. There's no doubt about that. It's a great, I'd love both of them to go through. That'd be great. No, no, of course. Of course. Um, They've given themselves a chance. They yeah, have given sure. themselves a chance. And I think that, I wonder if you said before the tournament, um, you offered, right, you need to beat Croatia in your last game and you'll go through. I wonder if they'd have... I don't think they would snap your hand off for it, but certainly it but would be an enticing that's one offer. Of those, that's one of those questions that at first glance you say absolutely, but the big question mark over Scotland now, I think, is, and I don't mean this from a kind of, you know, a kind of superiority complex England point of view. I just mean generally, when you put a performance in like that against mm-hmm. a Dar- in a derby game... Yeah. Always very difficult to raise yourself again. It is a little physically bit. or mentally, but they're going to be at home. Yep. They know that if they if they win, mm. they're going to do something that no Scotland team's ever done before. That's it. Well, that, that's a motivation. History beckons, really, doesn't yeah. it? And I think that normally I would say you're right to raise yourself, but the manner of the of the performance, you know, all the the support they had, they're at home. Um, they've got to manage that pressure now. And and the fans have got to play their part in that, and the media up there because mm. you don't suddenly go right. Come on, we've got to win this. We've got to win. You think to yourself, we've given ourselves a great opportunity yeah. here. And if they got a point in their opening match as well, that would have been, I, you know, of course, that, yeah, 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 which but, was eminently possible. Really. Well, and and that's the thing. I think with Steve Clark and his side, they tapped into that, thinking right, hang on, we've been totally written off here. Mm. And perhaps maybe Scotland got a little bit too wrapped up in the occasion in in that game. I don't know. I don't, there's no point in going on about that game because that's past now. And 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 you look at that performance at. They played it brilliantly. They got it spot on tactically and whatnot. They were set up not to lose and potentially to nick it. Mm. And that nearly played out. Um, against Croatia, it's a, it's a different side, different... And, and Croatia need to win as well. So what what do they do? But I, I would I, be saying to them, and I would sum this game up last night in a sentence, and I would use it to inform the game against Croatia. I would mm. say, look... If I was from Scotland's point of view, I'd say we grew into this occasion yeah. and, and we made England shrink from it. Yeah. If we can do that again against Croatia, we're yes. going to be under pressure themselves. Mm-hmm. The manager's under pressure. Mm-hmm. They've been in terrible form. Yep. They got to the final three years ago. If we can emphasise that again and grow into it again, mm-hmm. they'll beat Croatia because Croatia are nowhere near as good as they were. No, and he'll also say England... England's midfield got the better of Croatia's midfield largely in the in the 1-0 as in they played it very very well and played it quite cleverly mm. and he'll say well look what we did to them um, but just the last note uh, Lyndon Dykes and Che Adams up front I think Che Adams has got to start against Croatia you would say yeah. Yeah. but the aerial uh, capability of Dykes again people can be a bit sniffy that that was a that was a threat all the, I mean he nearly scored Reese James obviously had that one might have gone slightly past the post but still yeah. I'm glad Reese James yeah. was there that exactly, yeah. <laughs> I would have preferred it in that moment to it. it yeah could I got a gold kick there, you nutter? <laughs> well, speaking, of, speaking of headers and something that wasn't stressed enough, and this is part of the reason that tap into what people were saying earlier about the media being so England-focused, which we're probably guilty of as well, mm. um, John Stones missed an absolute sit-up yeah. in the early game. And, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and the, um, the coverage seems to have been, 
Oh, you know, when he hit the post, it's unlucky. It's not unlucky. Mm. I'll tell you something now. From Take it from a very shit centre-back as a kid, <laughs> right? If you are going up for a corner and you are seven yards out and no one's marking you and mm. the ball is put right on your forehead and the goalkeeper is in such bad position that half the goal is available to mm. you, don't fucking hit the post. Yeah. <laughs> fucking I mean, put it in. Uh, you know, there's, there's no real point. But, uh, you know, Slabhead you, puts that in for me. Yeah. yeah big time. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger target. Big. <laughs> exactly. More pressure bigger, per square inch. Bigger surface exactly. area to yeah. go. No, less pressure per less square inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a good performance uh, from Scotland. Not so much for England, but both are still alive. They are. It was both, a, what an occasion! What an occasion! What an occasion! I, I don't think I got out of my seat once. I loved. You know what? <laughs> there was the yeah. lamb couscous and the spots on was excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm pleased about that. Um, <laughs> there was a great line from Ali McCoy on the comments. Oh, I loved it. Where he said, "I'm about ready to march to Carlisle." <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was good. But he also said something along the lines. He's like, oh my goodness, my emotions are absolutely shot to bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it felt like a line from like Renton's rant at the end yeah. of the yeah. I, genu- I genuinely think that if, if someone had accidentally <laughs> left a Scotland shirt yeah. with um, six on the back or whatever, uh-huh. and Sooness saw it. He'd have really been out there. He'd have been At 67 or whatever it is, and he would have probably dominated. <laughs> they would have probably, they'd probably won. Yeah. They'd probably won. Um, so, yes, there we are. What a um, great night of football. Let's talk about football. It's what it's all about. It's all, and now we can support Scotland without any sort of like ton uh, kind of... Uh, I support, I support Scotland against anyone apart from England. Yeah. There we go. Good Lovely. on them. Um, better news, though, for England is that uh, this September, Soccer Aid is obviously happening again, and Sven's going to manage England. Right, hit the fucking brake button. <laughs> if anyone's involved in Soccer Aid, <laughs> this is a genuine, pathetic plea. We'll do a Get me involved. But, ladies and gentlemen, the big news is he's coming home. Let's not take a piss here. I, I certainly was. Well, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be tricky with your questions. Is that Roy in the pub after the game last night? <laughs> <laughs> My favourite bit about that Roy Odson bit is when he accuses the guy of saying, if you're going to be tricky with your questions. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't it John Sitton or somebody once said yeah. as well, um, which is a brilliant way of, of putting it. He said, he said something like, in a team talk before a game, go out there and enjoy yourself. Mm. By all means, enjoy yourself. But enjoy it by being fucking disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically saying, don't enjoy yourself. <laughs> Love that. Right. <laughs> Let's have an email jingle from your friend of mine, Chris Roger. Rudy, Ben Jones, I'm an Australian <laughs> rambler listening to your show and as a bloke with both, both English and Scottish ancestry, I was a bit split in my allegiance for the match this morning. <clears throat> a draw suited me well. But after Luke's dig saying us Aussies are less welcome, uh, let me speak on behalf of the entire nation when I say I hope the Czech Republic pull the English's pants down in the next match. See what you're doing, Luke! <laughs> I'll still keep listening, but I will boo Luke at any chance and every chance. Uh, and uh, I'll point out that England may have won a World Cup and Australia hasn't, uh, but England will never win an Asian Cup, so who's really better? We oh. could be invited, like the Eurovision Song Contest. We'd mess it up. Australia in. I said everyone's welcome, but the Australian list is slightly less welcome than everyone else. Yeah. But I, I, As a joke. Yeah. Because I knew it would get some people's backs up. Well, just, ben Jones, BJ, BJ and the Bear. Got be- a lot of love for you, Ben. Thanks for your money. Ben's like, especially we've just done a trade deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. We need all they're trying to help us out. We need all the help we can bloody get. What about this from Blake Hockey? I should probably stress that I'm only ever joking when I say that kind of stuff. I'm I'm very, very grateful for every listener as we all are. Elizabeth Truss is crying right now. I like the I like the Patreon ones more. That everyone else, everyone else is equal. And um, Blake Hocking's been in touch saying Denzel Dumfries is a solid contender for best name at the Euros. Something we were talking about earlier in the week. Um, he also, but Blake goes on to say, I quite like the Finnish name Lassie Lapalainen, because mm. it sounds quite nice coming off the Delicious. tongue. Furthermore, the translation is simply that he's from Lapland in the country's far north. But research revealed. He was born in Espoo in the far south, some thousand kilometres away. If I was a fugitive, I would use that as an alias too. <laughs> some and, Steve not from yeah, here. Yeah. And Winfield <laughs> yeah. Klein. We, by the way, I mean, if you're called Winfield Klein, yeah. Yeah. I think you're well in, within your rights to email about names. Um, Winfield says the best name of the Euros has to be that of Polish player Puhacz, who, at least according to our commentators, is pronounced literally Poo Hatch. We've yeah. all got one. Yeah. That's what, yeah, I was going to say, it's what yeah. you refer to your bog as, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Well, there we are. Show at footballramble.com for more of that goodness. Um, yes, we mentioned uh, Croatia and the Czech Republic uh, earlier in the show. Uh, they, of course, drew one all at Hamden. Um, what an atmosphere. Well, <laughs> when the entire country had gone somewhere else. <laughs> I was about to uh, basically, Scotland just left the light on. Yeah. It said, keys <laughs> under the mat. Yeah. <laughs> and helped myself to an umbrella. Oh, no, it was, you know, it wasn't raining up there. No, it was, it was nice up there. It was yeah. Biblically uh, <laughs> raining in, in London. Crazy. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was absolute madness. Um, one of the big talking points, probably the talking point of this game, was the penalty decision, Peter. Mm. Was it a penalty? It was an elbow to the I face. I don't understand. I don't why get what Peter, it was for. I, I, what? I didn't know what it was for. He got a massive elbow he in the face. He got an elbow in the face. But they were both going for it. Well, no, no, yeah, but, but the elbow no. got in face. Yeah, there was there was elbow, face, bloody nose. That was the sort of everyone's talking about this decision as being a real kind of like dodgy decision. I'm like, I mean, it, elbow got in face. <laughs> it's so funny you guys said it because I, I I came here today fully prepared to go. Look, I'm not really sure what this was for, and just because and because the um, and blood came out of nose. Mean, that, doesn't yeah. mean, that doesn't mean <laughs> it's a foul, does it? No, I, I, no. Keeper Moore ends up every game with blood coming out of his face. <laughs> yeah. But his elbow was a little I'm high not, and a little... I'm he not, moved it towards the player. I'm not saying... It, it, uh, to be honest with you, I was actually undecided about okay. this. If I, if I, I mean, that's why I'm not the 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 VAR guy. What, what do you no, that's why you should the be the VAR guy. Uh, not sure. Most of them are like that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think, ref? Yeah. Let me ask yeah. this little red fish yeah. in my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outlook cloudy. Yeah. Going to, go to VAR, just a block the magic, magic eight ball, ball yeah. taking it. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's, I'm sure it was a penalty. To be honest, I only saw it um, Look, a couple he, times. He, yeah. Lovren, he, it was Lovren, wasn't it? He smashed him in the face. But people are saying, well, come on, it was accidental. How else are you meant to jump? It was one of those ones where you think, clearly didn't mean it. He was a bit unlucky to be on the receiving end of it. But there was a proper big old bit of contact there. Mm. I, I think if you watch, here's the little litmus test for you. If you watch that challenge mm. with no commentary, mm -hmm you would be confused as to what was happening because it could have been given for handball for anyone no, else. No, but when you see the replay, though, and I understand the replay in slower time, but he, he did smash him in the face. It's a bit like one of those ones where if a player's running after an attacking player and he accidentally kind of clips, um, him, yeah. clips him on the back of the heel or something, it's a bit mm. of a nasty one. Still he a thinks, foul. well, I, I didn't mean it. I was just yeah. running. You're not going to get attention. Just because he's leaping in the air. Mm. That's why forwards are always told to go across a defender. Yeah, but, but, reason, yeah. but just because you're leaping in the air. I, I, this goes against what most of the pundits were saying, by the way. Most people thought it wasn't a penalty. And to be honest with you, if it was, it's one of those ones. If it's not given, I understand. If it is given, I also thinking understand. about it, it was against Lovren, so I don't want to lose any sleep over it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were. Uh, they were... Kind of expect, behavior you expect from the uh, well, the self-appointed world's best defender. Is it? 
Come on. Um, he's played in the World Cup final. You give Bentner shit for saying that. You've got to give Lovren shit for saying that. I haven't given Bentner anything. Bentner's never said he's the world's best defender. I'm going to let you have that on a technicality. Okay. <laughs> Move on. Technicality. But listen, uh, listen, as we mentioned earlier, big Paddy Schick smashed a penalty away. Yeah. Mm. He's in great form. We, we talked about him, Marcus, a little bit on um, OTC, didn't we? Horncast used to rave about him, saying mm. he had a lot of ability and he had that really good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was in Italy. Um, and he looks like he could punish England. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he looks a bit like he's going to... Southgate will make a decision probably to bring Maguire back. Maguire will get done on the turn by Patrick Schick <laughs> and we'll lose the game. And it's, and, and that's what's going to happen. And, yeah, and, and there'll be enough of a goal swing for Scotland to finish second and, uh, <laughs> and, we, and we go out. Um, but uh, I liked... Uh, what's his name? Um, is it Shield Harvey? Uh, the yeah. Czech manager, I think, I forgive pronunciation, where he said, I think we'll go through and Schick will score more goals. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's the stuff. That is the stuff. Yeah, he's in, in, England, in the frame England, for the golden boat, isn't he? England can't he not is. go through, no, they can. They've got four points. Uh, it would take a lot, but I think it's still within the realms of possibility that they could finish third. Well, it is, it is possible they could finish third because I think it's on head-to-head before goal difference. It is, yeah. So no, if it, right? Croatia beat Scotland 6-0 and England lost 6-0, the head-to-head against Croatia is better. So I think it would take a, a Scotland win and an English loss and a bit of a, you know, whatever the goal difference would be mm. uh, between that. So obviously Scotland lost 2-0, England won 1-0. So mm. a goal difference is sort of three and however it works out. For, for England to finish third yeah. and then it would go down to... Your, how your, the other teams your, do. Exactly, yes. Yeah, so on, we on, don't want that just for the for the maths sake. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, oh yeah, on this game, it, was, it seemed pretty even to me, but it felt to, I feel like Czech Republic looked like a better team yeah, you know, they got they, they they seem like they're well drilled. They know their jobs. They've got a couple of players mm-hmm. who can really elevate them. And then they've and because I, I think I mean I may be unbiased because we've seen them play a bit more. But Sufa and Suchek are good players. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you get into a situation which every team wants to have is you've just got Patrick Schick who who he, as I said he's had he's had good season in the past. His reputation has been pretty high at, at points, but he's come into form. Mm. He, if he, if he's one of these kind of players who's a streaky goal scorer, you know. What a time to come into form! Yeah, well, quite. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, scored the Blanc Scherber's goals at World Cup '90. So it felt to me like Croatia, with a brilliant individual goal from Perisic, was capable of that, and we see him do it a lot. They needed something. So was at fault for that, I think, because he sort of crumbled, yeah. didn't he? Uh, well, they did have a great chance when Perisic nodded down. Mm. People saying he should have gone for goal, maybe. But yeah, Croatia in the second half, they they turned the screw a bit and got they got better and probably deserved a point. Mm. Um, but but they needed it. They they needed a, a result there. And, you know, they do have some battle-hardy players, as we know. But they'll take a game against Scotland to go through, won't they? You would expect. Yeah. But they'll be wary of the way Scotland set up. I mean, the thing is, Scotland haven't scored a goal in this tournament yet. That is... The, the monkey on their back and they're mm. aware of that and Croatia will be aware of that as well so Croatia have scored and you know Scotland don't have a player like Perisic admittedly um, but Croatia I mean in the previous 29 games Croatia have had 28 different starting lineups so it shows you that they're not quite set <laughs> do, 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 on what they're doing yeah, and, the, and the recent form has been poor do you think then on reflection in the position we're in now mm. that actually outside of um, Group F which obviously speaks for itself mm-hmm. the, the Group D is the hardest group then because of how good Scotland have been, mm. um, because of. But you say how good Scotland have been, but they, I mean they lost two 0 in their opening game. But they were good in that game. They just didn't take their chances. I mean, they, that could have gone either way that game. <sighs> yeah, I understand. And Czech Republic have, have shown themselves to be better than people expect. Well, certainly better than I expected. And Croatia, for all their faults, have been um, have been in, in, in a World Cup final recently. I mean, it's difficult to say after after 
two games, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's perhaps the most keenly contested. Just try to make yourself feel better, mate. Well, maybe could, most keenly contested, you could, <laughs> yeah. you could argue. You know, there's certainly not been that many high-scoring games compared to yeah. to some of the other ones, you know. Um, and yes, the seeded side, England, uh, need to win to top the group. Whereas Czech Republic, just a point would, would help them top the group. Whereas most of the other seeded teams, not all of them have played two games, you know, seem to be... Um, yeah. uh, doing all right, other than other than Ukraine, actually, because uh, they are a seeded side. You can't, um, one can't forget. Um, oh, no, I did forget that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologise to you. <laughs> what do you think of UEFA ordering all the plug sockets in Hamden and Wembley to be changed to a European style two pronged plug? Didn't see it coming. Mm. <laughs> a victory for those Brussels bureaucrats. I was <laughs> going to say, yeah. we need to, we need to oh, fight back. Straighten out the bananas yeah, as well, indeed, I guess. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, let's finish with talking about Sweden against Slovakia. It was just a penalty that decided it. Emil Forsberg on the 77th minute. Uh, it, this was um, suggested to be the worst game of the tournament by far. I wonder what the neutrals would have thought of the England-Scotland game, though. The neutrals in the plug. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't noticeable by their absence. Well, well, yeah, because if you go from three... Pip- yeah, where's to, the neutral? To two. Where's, yeah. your, where's your ground? <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think that in, people looking at that game last night who weren't vested, interested in, it didn't have a vested interest in, in it, would, wouldn't have thought it was that. Do you think it was like a screensaver? Do you know what it reminded? Yes. It reminded yeah. me of the, uh, the the Italian headline um, when England played Ireland in 1990. Mm. And I mean, this is a dig to to the Irish by the Italians. By the way, they've misunderstood the situation. Leave him out of it. Um, who? Leave you out of it. You're just a messenger. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Your dig, <laughs> but it reminded me, it was uh, uh, no football, please. We're British. Just <laughs> 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 quite nice. Um, yeah. But Scotland did play some football just to, to you know, just going down memory lane there. So up yeah. everybody. Um, Sweden, they've kept seven clean sheets in the last eight games. Yeah. How about that, people? Are the Swedes <laughs> going to surprise people? They got to the, the, the quarterfinal in the World Cup in 2018, which surprised their own fellow countrymen, I believe. What well, time of recording, we should say, because um, Spain and Poland play later today. Mm-hmm. Sweden, they stunk the place out yesterday. I thought that game was shit. Um, <laughs> but they're top of their group, mate. Exactly. Mm. And that's all that matters. You know, people saying, oh, I'd rather play second. In, well, it could, it could be Spain that finished second in that group. Yeah, they can't can put the goal in the net. Listen, yeah. sorry, I, the ball in the net. Based on yeah, based on what I saw against Sweden, yeah. um, I I'm not sure they will come second. Do they? But I think I think what I would love to happen Spain will be in, fine. in the game tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd, what I'd love to happen is for Lewandowski to to stick one in early, mm-hmm. uh, partly because I picked it as four to score, <laughs> but, also, but, but also because that would really ask the question yeah, of Spain. Good point. Because mm. it, with, with Spain, it all looked bloody lovely to me. Like, yeah. Very nice to look at, mm. you know. But I mean, nothing was really happening. What if John Stones hadn't hit the post? Don't would have been different, wouldn't it? I'm fuming with him. <laughs> Absolutely fuming with him. It should be. Uh, Seb Larsson made his 131st appearance for Sweden. I did. I knew he was Still well captain. Cap- that is unbelievable. Captain at 36. Love that is it. phenomenal, isn't it? 131 from that position is a hell of a. Uh, it's, it is a testament not being to the keeper. Man. I'd like to see him hit a free kick. <laughs> you know, one of those whippers. He, like, he loves a bit of dead ball. The, the player I've enjoyed, what, I'm going to be even handed about Sweden. Um, it's a country I've visited and I enjoyed it. It seemed like a nice people. I'm going to be positive. You always go like at some sort of ambassador role or something. <laughs> Whatever you tell our country, here. other than Australia. <laughs> I've been to Australia. Didn't enjoy it as much. Hey! <laughs> I didn't. What's wrong so with you that? Just, you just dig it. They're going to beat us at the World Cup. You're just thinking that the Euros, they can't get to us. It's because you blended in more in Sweden. I did a, I did a bit, actually. Yeah. yeah. I did a bit. You know, I thought you were going to in Australia. Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to say that. I've enjoyed watching Alexander Izak play. It's brilliant. Mm. Yeah. So Gary Lineker. Not uh, that yeah. Izak knows who he is. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> why, why would he know? Chris, the Chris Bowers. Chris Yeah. <laughs> I was not aware of him. It's an old player working in the studio. <laughs> He was then told Lineker was top scorer at the 86 World Cup. I wasn't born then, but I have a little bit of knowledge about him. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. him now, dear. Yeah. 
I see the guy. Uh, the Ibiza Beach Club. Yeah, Ibiza guy, yeah. With, with, all, the, with all the people. Women. Yeah. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Women. <laughs> I've been to his bars in Tilbury. Yeah. Terrible man. Yeah. Uh, there we are. Yeah, well, well done, Sweden. One, one Top f- of the group, mm. you can't argue with it. No, I'm not arguing. Which games are you looking forward to the most uh, tonight, fellas? Uh, what, you've got uh, Group F. Yeah, Spain, Sweden will be good, but you've also got Group Portugal, F. Portugal, Germany. That's a good one. Germany, they don't want to lose. Italy. Who wants to lose a football match? But they lost their opening game. They need to do something. <laughs> it would be here. great for all concerned if Germany were to beat Portugal. Yeah, it would just put the cat amongst the pigeons. Mm. Cat amongst those pigeons. Yeah, and I don't think England need to worry about it too much, based on what I saw last night. So, mm. um, if ever if England are in a position where they play someone from Group F, they will be beaten. Yep. So don't worry yeah. about it. Just enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Germany beat Portugal. It'll be a really interesting um, development uh, ahead of because Germany's final game is against Hungary, yeah. who, have, who are the weaker team in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they could be in a really good position. And then you've got a lot staking on Portugal v France. Yeah, absolutely. Love a bit. I'm, of that. I'm waiting for Hartlepool Torquay tomorrow. So are you? Is that that's the what, what's the what's the uh, what's the occasion? It's the uh, promotion playoff pro, promotion playoff final. They could get big. back into the league after God, really fifteen big, years. Yeah. Big stuff. Big stuff. Big stuff. Nothing bigger than that. No, exactly. Um, other than Christian Eriksen's been just discharged from hospital. Hey. Good to see. Good to see. What a rapid turnaround. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I guess with heart stuff, like, I mean, what can you necessarily do? He's, like, he's got one of those um, kind of heart starting things uh, fitted under That's his That's right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I, I mean, it's, he's had the chest. operation, yeah. It, what medical science can do? <sighs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. incredible. Good on him. Um, All the best to him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, everybody, if you enjoyed the show, do leave us a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help listeners find the show as we charge headfirst through the Euros. Yeah, and this show isn't as boring as a lot of the other Euro shows <laughs> I've heard a couple other people are doing um, I'm back on tomorrow's show with uh, Jimmy and Petey hey. again I'm having a day off hey. great stuff yeah. Laura love everybody thank yeah. you very much Luke Moore thanks guys thank you Pete Donaldson Ta-da. thank you Billy Gilmore and thank you everybody see you soon Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing-nothing result. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.